So y'all know what we're here for. Uh, we're here for a little open mic situation. Usually when we can meet in person, right? We have a monthly open mic and we haven't been able to do that for quite a while. And this is our response to that. And it, it seems to be a pretty good way to, to replace that human interaction. That's what we're all about. Open mic, we welcome all poets all whoever you are whatever you have to express if you're a singer a musician yo if you got that monologue you've been practicing um we want to see what's up with that so welcome we got gabby in the building um what's up gabby i'm here i i just left the hospital so i'm i'm here i'm present but i don't think i have the bandwidth to you know be my usual Happy Gabby, Daddy Gabby self. Um, but I'm here, and I'm, I'm, I would like to share some poem, and I'll be extra attentive and listening since I'm not hosting. So stay tuned to getting some poetry feedback. <laughs> Me and Gabby have been talking. We're going to do this every other week, every fortnight. So holler at us. Follow our pages if you don't if you don't know us and. <laughs> And honestly, the, the one thing we ask, um, one, the, one of the best ways to support what we're doing here is to consume our online content. We have a whole podcast. We have a whole library of poetry on our Facebook channel. Uh, we got stories, uh, musicians uh, doing their live performances. So like, if you really want to support us, like check all that out and share it with the people you love. Another way that you can support us is also to right now send some messages to your friends who you know are bored, sitting at home, fiddling their thumb, thinking, what the fuck should I be doing on a Friday and stuck on a Netflix rerun of Friends and tell them to get on the open mic just to support you and uh, not stay stagnant in their typical routine for the past year. That's a super fact. So if you can go ahead and do that, we would be super, uh, super duper grateful. Um, and we are super group duper grateful that y'all are in the building uh, or I guess in the computer. Um, and basically we start, we start every show uh, with a little poem. This is basically how it goes. Calling all poets. This three word invitation it made circles in her mind, leaving vapor trails of fear and doubt. She always dreamt about grabbing the mic, pouring beauty out of her mind like the poets she loves to come and watch. But even if courage didn't dodge her and she took this stage, she knew her writing it just wasn't good enough. She ain't so much as written a proper grocery list, let alone weave strings of words together that make music when strummed by a tongue. But we all know that's bullshit because everyone that'll ever meet you possesses knowledge. Only they can teach you. That leaves you with like seven billion lessons to be taught and you hold the keys to at least two. There's poetry in every breath and every step you've ever taken. So you got to use your voice to illustrate them. Your eyes have seen things that we can never witness. Your existence is the sum of every story that came before you so celebrated and though you never put it to verse. Every second you've ever spent on this earth is the stanza in the poem you've been living since birth. See, you are a virtue by 
You are a poet by virtue of your beating heart. A beat we have all been dying to listen to, so I'm calling all poets. Calling all poets. Today is your day. Get out of that closet and take the center stage. We'll all step aside as you come out of that cage. Cause here we gotta have it. Here we gotta know it. Show them how you really, really, really do. Cause as each day begins with you and each day ends with you, no one will ever know what the fuck is going on unless you share that shit that you thrust so well. Put us under your spell. Let's see up your sleeve and under your skirt just a little. Don't hold the card so close to your chest. Trust me, you all look better undressed. So as your words shake the ground, we become your Pavlov's hound and your life is a story to toll as it unfolds. So I'm calling all poets. Cause God etched storytelling into your DNA and this is definitely how you get into heaven. I'm calling all poets because we spend ages obsessing on how to fly, forgetting that storytelling is how you get your wings. I'm calling all poets because your words are the daily bread that this mic leavens. And I'm calling all poets because the mic is here today and it's beckoning. So I'm calling all poets. All right, let's get the show started. The first person to sign the list we're gonna go with you so ladies and gentlemen please give a round of applause or trickles that like you know like how we how yeah that's how we do just like wave your your spirit fingers for the one the only mr adam is adam here oh I, you might be muted yeah no, yeah it's right here dude yeah i'm muted i'm doing them on it dude so i gotta get to it in the streets looking for action speak easy the jazz is the attraction the flappers down there left you dance the jive but the vampires in there won't let you leave alive down to the speakeasy the password at the door is get sleazy where fluffies drink the finest whiskey and flappers dress like 1920 so if you're gonna shake it you better shake it sleazy because that's the only way they shake it when they shake it down at the speakeasy welcome to the speakeasy easy this is where we up and move we play our music jazzy we get down and then we groove so come shake your hips with my hips because i want to get with you then put your lips on my lips and i'll give my kiss to you i met the slutty little hussy of a girl she knew all the moves and she knew how to swirl she's saying only hot blood can satisfy me so bounce over here and objectify me i slipped her a kiss she whispered now give me some more i rubbed on her hips she danced with her feet off the floor her seductive attention had me totally blown because in the mirror's reflection, I was dancing alone. In my ear, she issued the laugh of the undead. I never, she never missed a beat dancing how she fed. The last thing I saw was her vampire smile, but it felt so good when she sucked my blood with style. So meet me down at the speakeasy where sexy twisted sisters are deadly little, are deadly little kissers. Down at the speakeasy, the whiskey flows all day long. Down at the Speak easy, but the real party's from dusk till dawn. Yeah, it's the knees, 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 baby. Yeah, that was that, was that one. Yeah. So, you guys want to hear another one? You guys want to hear another one? Yes. Yeah. All right, okay. Here we go. Insanity. 
I was ripping along, just bouncing down the street. She was singing a song and dancing to its beat. Maybe I'm crazy, but this is what I saw. A real-life fairy, only four inches tall. Dressed in bubbles, her silky smooth style. Butterfly wings and a dragonfly smile. I was caught by surprise by the beauty in her lies. She puffed her magic wand and blew smoke into my eyes. Her voice carried a magical melody. Hello, she sang. My name is Insanity. Just take my hand and we'll escape reality. Be my man and we'll transcend physicality. With reckless abandon and mindless ease, I fell in love with this pirouetting dream. She won my heart when she sang, oh, won't you please bounce along, bounce along this trip with me. Something about her poetic mentality compelled me to take a trip with insanity. I'm head over heels for a magical fairy. Come meet my girl, her name is Insanity. The magic in her lies had me hypnotized and the lies in her eyes had me mesmerized. The lyrics she sings and the magic that she weaves, the rhymes that she brings, how poetic she deceives. Trapped in an upside down reality, railing pixie dust with insanity, a twisted fairy casting spells on me. I know it's real because she dreams of me. I found a glitch in the matrix, fell in love before they fixed it. Now love is the only way we make it. With her, I would never dare to fake it. She, oops, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But I mean, so what do, you, what do you guys think? I mean, it's pretty good, yeah? yeah? So she's saying, come meet me at Fisherman's Wharf. I'll be the one dancing with the dwarf. By the way, I'm from the crazy train and I'm here to recruit. I screamed, but if you're a real fairy, then where are your boots? I guess like me. All right, look, okay, here we go. Liquid crystal. I was sitting blowing smoke when I saw her walking by. She was sighting in her scope when she caught me getting high. I said, hey, girly, come and give these lips a kiss. She pulled a gun and saying, come and kiss on this. I'm sorry. She pulled a gun and saying, come and kiss on this. She shoots from the hip and she fans the hammer. She won't take no shit and she won't let you scam her. She sings, kiss me on the lips and drip that swagger. But she's a real deadly chick when she bends that hammer. She had 21 rounds and a six-shooter pistol. Said her name was Liquid, but people call her Crystal. I had 15 cents and a broken telephone. Hook, line, sinker, she's swinging from my funny bone. She was an armed and dangerous beauty queen. One in the chamber and a fully loaded magazine. I was bouncing downtown, dragging mad swagger. She was looking so good, I just had to tag her. I said, you're going to pull that pistol or whistle Dixie? She's saying, I'll put you six feet under so don't mess with me. I said, hey, girly, mad swagger is what I'm dripping. She laughed, said, yeah, well, dying ain't much of a living. I said, listen, honey, I know you want to give these lips a kiss, but first hand me that light so I can hit the split. She's saying, you're a funny guy, but I'd like to see you dead. Now shut your mouth and listen, or I'll put one in your head. She's saying, come and take a puff from this black hand cannon. Oh, won't you take a huff? What, what is that? Why would, why would someone put a Nazi thing on there like that? Okay. So she's saying, she's saying, come and take a puff from this black hand cannon. Oh, won't you take a huff from this cold smoke wagon? My finger's on this trigger, but you'll never hear a sound. You gotta drop this hammer and you're gonna hit the ground so if you think that's just a bluff then please come take a puff because i love getting fucked up and doing fucked up stuff she shoots from the hip and she fans the hammer she won't take no shit 
and she won't let you scam her. She sings, kiss me on the lips and drip that swagger. But she's a deadly chick when she fans that hammer. Yeah, we're digging it, we're digging it. Take my hand and you might see the crazy things that I believe. I am you and you are me. We are one, we are divinity. Life is conscious electricity, a self-aware focused complexity. We are pixels of abstract energy, one being of endless perplexity. Life is a symphony of equations, a finely tuned frequency of vibrations. God is a mathematical magician conducting an orchestra of precision. Life is a majesty of mathematical wizardry. Consciousness is a tapestry of endless possibility. The universe is a quantum singularity and life generates the illusion of relativity. Life is a perfect imperfection, consciousness in need of direction. This human experience is just a dream, the framework of an evolutionary scheme. Life is a tragic love story, an evolutionary glory. Fear exists for dramatic effect, for love is the only true aspect. Life is pure, endless evolution. It's God's experiential resolution. We exist through experience. We are God seeking transcendence. <clears throat> so, hey guys. What do you think? What do you think? Was that good or what? Was all right, cool? man. Thank, that, that was, uh, first of all, I really enjoy your first two poems. Uh, so thank you for that. So shout out to Adam. And that last one was, was very nice also. Um, and, uh, and again, sorry for that interruption while you were uh, doing your thing, Adam. Uh, so, so yeah, everyone give Adam big up to Adam. Um, and yeah, give them trickles, them little spirit fingers is how we do. And, uh, we're going to move it along and we're going to throw the mic over to someone we all know and love and we all know she's got the ill uh the ill freestyle vocals and i don't know what she's about to do now but maybe it's singing maybe it's a poem but let's let's be let's uh relish in the surprise and enjoy the one the only jade empress ming you that's sweet, Pablo. Thank you. And hi, everyone. I didn't get to come to other uh, Lilu Zoom meetings. So I'm very excited to be here. Um, so I will unleash one of my uh, improvised pieces another time. I think it's in-person magic. Um, so I'm going to try something a bit different, which is a poem that I wrote some time ago, but I haven't had a chance to share it uh, with this very cool crew. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to... Um, hang out on Friday night with you all. All right, so it's just one piece, fairly short. It's called The Shape of Spaciousness. I see the world through shapes, sometimes squares, a few triangles, a lot of rectangles, circles all around, lines, curves, corners, squiggles, arcs. In Bangkok's rush hour on the train, there is a shape just for me. When the silver moon is high and the cars are quiet, the large rectangle of my bed is wonderful. And as friends gather around a guitar and drum, this circle of warmth comforts and nourishes me. Last year, I met someone. 
When I was with him, I saw only space, endless and undulating. This spaciousness filled me, seeped through me, expanded me. I felt so relaxed, at ease, natural when I was with him. This year, he said we could only exist within these boundaries. I felt like a lion I once saw in a zoo, used to traveling miles and miles each day, north and west, east and south. This lion was now trapped in a cell the size of a tiny Bangkok apartment. This is not the shape of the life I want. So instead of the cage he created for us, I broke free to return to spaciousness. Return to the space found in poetry, words winding like delicate vines yearning for the sun. Return to the space found in music and rhythm that unfolds my limbs into the dizzy joy of dance. The spaciousness of green, fragrant jungle wilderness, of salty breezes across shimmering turquoise oceans, of sparkling stars swirling in gorgeous galaxies. The spaciousness of freedom, liberation, exploration, acceptance, creativity, imagination, of deep soul-centered human connection where I can just be. The infinite spaciousness within myself of this universe. This is the shape of spaciousness. This is now the shape of my life. Thank you. Yo, that's what's up. I really, really, really like that. That's like uh, see, seeing shape, uh, yeah, just visuals it doesn't are fit. Yeah, the it's that's what I, that's what I was trying to say is like the very like uh, you can very visualize everything, um, and I I just really loved how it came around. It's like yo, I don't fit in this shape that you've presented me. So that's dope. The the car the. The, the condo was a cage uh, thing was, um, I mean, not many people live in houses here, right? We all understand what it means to be in a little box. Mm. Yeah, that was very powerful. Thank you. Oh, why is your setup so cool? Both of you have like my professional mic setups. <laughs> I've just got my fridge behind me. It's for dramatic effect. Yeah, can you hear the, uh, the <laughs> All right, I got to sort my, my setup next time. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Mingyu. Thanks for joining us. Uh, yeah, always, always a delight. And and let's get it cracking along. Um, so, by the way, we're going, I'm just going, um, how do you say, uh, with the order of signups. So next on the list, so we're going to bring up the one, the only, Sian. Sorry, grand entrance. Uh, I was preoccupied. Um, hi, everybody. Uh, I've never been to a Lilu, but I've been to Live Lounge many, many times, and I'm sure I've met some of you before. And I'm not, I'm not a poet. I would not class myself as a poet, but I would class myself as someone that can write stuff down. Um, so I'm, I was going to break 
uh, myself in easily with some haikus. Uh, and if anyone does know me, you can attest to the fact that I can't stay serious for very long. So I apologize if I bring down the tone uh, of, the, of the whole session. But you, you, you'll see what I mean in just a second. So, what is poetry? Not sure if I know how to string words together. This one's a cheat. Society gone. A community shattered. Game of Thrones ending was shit. But sorry, that was a 577. Um, juxtaposed ideas lead to random abstractions. Custard on my cat. Immeasurable time, infinity laughs once more. My Casio stopped again. Recapture our youth. Nostalgia is comforting. I have the power. He man. That was another cheat, sorry. Life will find a way. A biosphere in turmoil. Turtles, straws up nose. There's that one. Sorry, I don't know if that hits hard about uh, pollution, but that's meant to, you know, talk about plastics and shit. Um, big brother watching. Eyes are piercing through me. Close doors when wanking. Sorry, I told you about the tone, I warned you. Irony is not 10,000 spoons and one knife. Alanis, you're wrong. Um, commenting on porn? Who the fuck comments on porn? But I think it's great. And final will be round and round it goes. Cannot find start or ending. Scotch tape of life. There we go. They are my 10 haikus that I wrote today. Thank you very much. My name's Cian. Yeah, that's what's up. Thanks so much, Cian. Uh, everyone that's give hilarious. me a round of trickles. That's dope. <laughs> um, yeah, like, and by the way, no need to apologize. You ain't do nothing wrong. Uh, so please, nobody ever preface your poems or what you have to say with no apology, because we, we're happy to hear it, no matter how crazy. Um, well, I guess it does matter how crazy sometimes, as we uh, uh, learned earlier. Um, but, uh, but anyways, we, we are lunatics, and we want to hear what you got to write.
Um, so let's uh, let's move it along, folks. Um, once again, thank thanks, CN. Now, um, our next performer is ready to go, ready to roll. So everybody, please welcome back uh, to the spotlight. I, again, I don't think we we've ever seen her at one of our live shows. So uh, please give a round of applause or a round of trickles to the one, the only Grace Asha. Thank you so much, guys. Um, I've only attended some events. I've attended one event um, uh, in person. So this is my first uh, performance. I have a piece here, it's called Red Velvet. What do you make of life when love is now but a stale plate of decaying hope? When the wounds that time promised to heal have festered into a running cyst, spewing bitterness in violent bursts like maggots from a swollen deadline. When this pain ought to have been the death of me, yet even death was not merciful enough to remember. What do I make of love when trust hangs like live wires feeding the current of riverbanks where lovers ought to dip their feet and fall? When we stood at the edge of the mountain, stood looking fear in the face and told him he had no chance. We let caution dance with the wind and leaped with rapture only to find ourselves wasted. What do I make of trusts when the truth you know is a color-coded game and my tongue is colorblind? When the love you give is a casserole made of rotten spoonfuls of deceit and sprinkled with charm? When you drink the nectar and honey from the soul of every flower you kiss, only to leave its petals shrunken and roots wilted dry? What do we make of romance? when sadness lingers like the stench of a rotting corpse and solitude is a kinder companion, when rage is the revolutionary of our salvation demanding justice that will never come by conjuring the anger that burns to keep this shell warm, reminding us that darkness can still be tender and light is also piercing and blinding. In this cocoon of festered dreams, I've hid my soul to nurse these raptured boils of resentment, yet even here, silent whispers invade the fragments of heart that remains saying, this was not true love's doing. All right, <laughs> that's the first one. <laughs> um, I have one more, it's called Actually. Um, it goes, remember, <clears throat> Remember how you used to spill your heart's literature as we lathered our throats with velvet and burgundy swells? How we would forsake slumber, refusing to waste the moments of nights we had, swaying on and off rhythm and filling the air with laughter. Remember feasting our souls with sunrises that tore into days with rays that danced elegantly on the surface of your opal skin? Remember how our hearts danced in the eclipsing moonlight? and how we turn the darkness in each other to a beautiful song. If I could, 
I would nail my heart to a stake and carve out all the pieces of you. I would drown the memories of you beneath the ocean and beg the tides to cast you where ships do not sail. I would stitch your name from the ribbons of my mind. I would strip you from every part of me you still possess. If I could, I would leave you to be as alone as you've always wanted to be. Last time, I told you that the ocean was to blame, that the tides couldn't cradle our loves long enough to keep it safe. I told you that the stars forgot to write about us and that time couldn't make the time, but I lied. I should have reminded you of how every kiss was a sip of my soul that I freely offered at the altar of love, how every breath of yours always seemed to be enveloped with promises of blood rushing tangles in wonderland, yet I froze suspended in the limbo of this Neverland cocoon waiting. I should have said that your indecisive and inconsistent was like a bat that you flung to bruise and batter my heart into a bloody sludge that every reappearance only to disappear was has been a poison slowly crippling my heart. I should have screamed and told you that I'm tired. Tired of understanding, of hoping, of womaning right. I am tired of bare minimums that come in bare skin and slow breaths envelope in silent, silent dreams of love and promises and promises of better that only seem to get more bitter, I should have cried out and said my heart couldn't take it any longer. But actually, these days I joke about the space you leave, you left between us to tame the creature of anger and resentment that now dwells where my heart, when my, where my heart once slept. All right, thank you. amazing that that second poem especially that was amazing whoa for real come back come back next time i would love to thank you so much yeah so so legit thank you for that uh amendment yeah. to her title super super legit thank you so much grace that was dope all right um so yeah again shower the trickles on grace what's up grace big up grace um and and let's carry that energy let's carry that attention and direct it to who is coming up next which is another familiar face we've seen a slamming we've seen a jamming uh so please allow me to welcome two the stage coming in like a gust windy hello you have the floor windy oh sorry <laughs> okay uh uh let's see okay um let's see uh my first poem, um, uh, if you don't know what you're living for, it's a good old poem I wrote. So, uh, second view, oh, let me change you gallery view. Okay, all right. Uh, it's a bit blue where you are. There's no sense of purpose, building scattered 
here and there and foray, fluster people roaming everywhere. If you don't know what you're living for, live for the sun, they say. It's a bit sad where you are. People are living for politics, though nothing ticks and nothing fits. You don't know who you are. Who is ruling your country? How do they actually get there? If you don't know what you're living for, live for the singing birds whose destiny is as insignificant as yours. It's a bit angry, bitter where you are. The artists gather with some sense of humor in dark rooms, searching for a candle to light up their dying souls. If you don't know what you're living for, live for the poetry or the comedy, whichever way it's tragic and we choke with laughter. It's a bit of a poverty-stricken area where you are. People have no food to eat, no countries to live. Women are raped for no treason for being there. There's no reason for people to be poor any longer with rich people all over the place. If you don't know what you're living for, live for the crying fumes of a newborn baby who could possibly change the world. The world is a bit of everything. Take a bite into it. You might taste and swallow Try to have a bit of faith for a tasteless fashion. Embrace cruel despair. If you're lucky, you might find some friendship and love. If you don't know what you're living for, live for human dignity. You might know someday what you're living for. Right, that's the first poem. Hey. Uh, do we wanna hear another one? Uh. Yeah, uh, the second one, I, the second one, I actually read it like uh, in 2019 before COVID started. So, uh, okay. Is this the end of the year? I've lost many whom were dear, collected lots of tears in a beer bottle, a drink and wet. And my heart, my passion ran like a cat mistress. Flow to swim, they're down on the floor and must be deaf. More than a few times of thoughtlessly undressed. I claim my rights to fame, but I'm left depressed. Diagnosed with a complicated mess of mental illness, I put my heart in my sleeve, though I never said yes to anything except to pretenses, now put to past tense. Everything I thought was luxury caused so much stress, though I'm relentless to resist what would be best. I apologize many times to the adequate soul buzzing on the beehive of dreams. My sleep, I never slept but screamed. Perhaps I died sometimes this year, but death never made it clear of what I love or truly fear. Because life stings, even when you threaten to hang it by a rope. Secretly, my fingers grasp with their starlights and mistletoe. Though it is my long dark hair of kiss, the he, whoever it is, wherever it is, may have been missed. I open the intricate webs of 2019, wishing I was a teen for life. So next year, if there is a sheen of happiness and less strife, let it visibly be seen. All right, big up to Wendy. Thank you so much, Wendy, for that. I really, I really love that first poem. There's that. There's the one line in that first poem. Well, there's two lines that stood out, which was one is like. Uh, can you say it one more time? It was like something about the birds and how you're you're singing and and our our 
something the things we say and the birds who are singing they're equally meaningless but beautiful or something like that what do you say yeah. can you say that again if you uh about the birds um uh, let's see if you don't know what you're living for live for the uh, for the singing birds whose destiny is as insignificant as yours there I it is <laughs> yeah that, ah. I, I don't know what that one stood out to me because that's like what it is right in a million years from now we're just like dust <laughs> um, but like we're gonna sing our songs and recite our poems along the way uh, so so yeah thank you so much for that wendy thank you how did you feel after writing the second one uh, after writing the second one which what do you uh, you mean like after writing the poem yeah Oh, it's like, uh, it was like, um, I wrote that like right after, uh, before New Year's. It was like, I just review everything I did as in, uh, during the new year. And then I just feel like, oh, um, it was kind of like, uh, a ritual to like, um, um I can't remember. Like a recap, uh, yeah. recap of the year or something. Yeah. And then I was like, I was really looking forward to like the next year being so great. And then. COVID came and I was like, okay, <laughs> it was just like, uh, yeah. like a monumental <laughs> letdown of some sort. <laughs> yeah, I should, yeah, I should write a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> I, I look forward to the one about 2021 in January to come <laughs> another recap. It could be like okay. an epic, you know, like first episode, second episode, every recap, see how it changes. Oh, that's a great idea. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, thanks so much, Wendy. Um, as always, please uh, keep doing your thing and please keep sharing. Um, let's let's keep it rolling, everyone. Um, and this next this next poet coming to our screen. I, I, it's I feel very weird saying coming to the stage because <laughs> there's no stage. So coming to your screen. Um, this next poet we all know, we all love. He's the maven of this uh, art stuff in this city. Um, and, and yeah, like a lot of the times, uh, you know, he's got his creativity like a net all over all over town so it's always very wonderful to see what he has to share and he has to impart upon us so please welcome me help me in welcoming with a round of trickles and spirit fingers the one the only rory breaker morant hey hello everyone uh okay let me just get my things set up here a little bit um can I do a really quick sound check with you guys just before we start? Just make sure that the levels are all good. All right. So, oh, wait a Let me get my original sound on. <laughs> I like saying that. How is everybody, by the way? Like, I mean, how, how's everyone doing? Good. You can speak. It's okay. Fantabulous. Yeah, right. Getting there. Oh. Can you hear the music? Can you guys hear the music? Yeah. And can you hear my voice over the top of the music? Yeah? All right, cool. Okay, thanks. Thanks for indulging me with that. 
Normally, I'm on the receiving end of doing the sound check for someone else. Um, so uh, this piece that I'm going to do is part of a five-part series that's uh, sort of evolved out of uh, randomly, in a way. Um, so I've kind of got this idea that we're all, in a way, experiencing some form of uh, grief at the moment. We're experiencing uncertainty. Uh, we don't really know what the future is going to hold. This is really uncomfortable for us. And we've been through a lot in the last 20 odd months. So in a way we're, um, yeah, we're experiencing sort of a collective grief and also our individual grief. So I'm looking at this idea of uncertainty um, through the standard stages of grief, like shock and disbelief, uh, denial, anger, sort of acceptance and sadness or depression, and then acceptance and moving forward. So this piece that I'm going to do tonight is the anger part. Now, I thought it was important to say that because, um, like, I really hope it's not offensive for anyone. Uh, I, what I'm trying to talk about in this piece is uh, all of the angry voices that seem to be in the world, like all of the the voices that are quite out on the on the fringes or the extremes, but for some reason seem to be like the loudest in the social media playground and things like that. And, and, and they do have an impact on how we think collectively. And so everything that I talk about in this is sort of commenting on those voices. Um, I feel it's important to say because uh, I kind of go after quite a few different people in this. Um, all right, so this is called Division. Uh, it's... Um, division like as in divisive but also division as in division like with this sort of conversations that happen out on these angry fringes there's there's not a lot of hope for seeing each other as we truly are and um i don't like that so uh yeah here we go Fly by night insights that inside riots on the otherwise quiet streets of suburban minds. Illuminated by digitized electrified signs of newly gentrified times that disavow an allowance to seek truth amongst the old growth vines. Global echo chambers employing a poison vocabulary Riddled with generalised discourse destroyers Born of a hashtag narrative reality The antithesis of an environment conducive to self-analyses Nor finding compatibility Warriors morph into inquisitors Wielding cancellation munitions and weaponized sensitivity. This age of outrage keeps respectful positive communication locked up in a cage. You want communication only for validation, resisting the temptation for any kind of education. Wake up, cause you're going 
you're gone from woke to morally broken single strokes painting by numbers the circling vultures of cancel culture the professionally offended trying to change history by smashing sculptures Shouting hashtag facts, anti-vaxxin while waxin' lyrical Out of the sheeple, the meek will surely be blessed But hey, I digress, I'm not gonna invest in that kind of best Masks labelled as muzzles This still puzzles me Is your sense of self that you label freedom so fragile that you struggle with the basics of social responsibility? Well, if you do, you can sing along with me. Just because you're offended doesn't mean that you're right. Just because you're struggling doesn't mean your science is tight. Cause you're offended doesn't mean that's all right. <laughs> yeah. 
Everyone give Rory a round of trickles, round of trickles. Oh man, that was that, and the guitar. <laughs> yeah, so actually, I should shout out to David Cook because it was his bass that I think you can just see behind me there. That's his bass that I played, that I wrote that song on. So without him, that song wouldn't have happened. Big up, Dave, to if you I see you there. So big ups to you for making this possible, and and of course to Rory for uh, channeling that energy. Um, all right, so ladies and gents, uh, help allow me or allow me to introduce to you and please assist me in welcoming the one, the only, Ash. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ashraf from Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Um, so tonight I'll be reading one poem. I hope you guys could, uh, could hear me. Could you hear me? All right, cool. So this is a poem I wrote in 2008. It is called Untitled 19. It goes. When the sun caught my eyes, submerged with feelings of nothingness in between, it wakes me up from my sleep, nodding for yes and no's. Understandable conversations of infinite, undefined answers that intertwine, and soon it was lost once again. Beaten inside out, without a face to look at again, trapped where those that didn't find a way back out of a shelf carefully stacked under twinkling stars that re-attracts millions turn on and off, back and forth. And I see you walking past me with nothing to hide. Except those things ugly that you are for once ashamed of, turning me into your scapegoat of love. Thank you. Nice. Get out of love. I'm gonna, I'm gonna remember that one. Ashraf, thanks so much, man. That was dope. I like the uh, you had a you had you some cadence sing in there. You should as well. Oh, what well, you can sing? What? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I could, <laughs> but uh, maybe not tonight. <laughs> I mean, we won't be mad at it, but uh, we also won't be mad if you don't feel like it either. So, but you're uh, definitely welcome to uh, <laughs> let us let us know what's up with that. Um, all right, so uh, yeah, everybody, please uh, give Ashraf some uh, a rain, a barrage of trickles. That's how we do it, like spirit fingers, woo, like disco nights. Um, so uh, yeah, the big up to Ashraf all the way from KL. That's what's up, Malaysia in the building. Um, Oh, by the way, uh, uh, happy uh, Merdeka Day uh, recently, you. right? Am I right? Yes. So freedom <laughs> for Malaysia. Um, they just celebrated their Independence Day. Um, so big up Merdeka. Um, all right, let's let's keep it rolling. Um, coming to the stage, 
uh, I, I usually say this sometimes, um, but I got to say it again. This next poet uh, is, yo, I, I think, I think I remember this poet, like literally from the very first thing there has ever been of lyrical lunacy. And um, we go through these stages where like these, I guess, sort of generations, right? We've been around for like nine years, almost a decade already, right? So every few years, wow. uh, there's a, a group of people who are your regulars, right? Wow. Um, and it recycles it like, it, like, for example, uh, Kina used to be like our OG regular, like back in the day, like the first <laughs> few years. Adam too, actually. Adam was around back in the day. Um, and then there's others who are like super new, who are like, this just might be their first first show or the first night. But anyway, my point is it's cycles, there's generations. And I, this poet is probably the single person who has been like the immortal. <laughs> like from day one, always a presence, always doing his thing, throwing his flavor. Uh, so please uh, help me to welcome the one, the only, Saranit. Uh, thanks. <laughs> and you guys have been a big influence on me too. I'm actually doing poetry now, which is something that I'm uh, not used to doing. So I only got one poem and I'm gonna try to slow it down and get it right this time. The first lights of dawn in the city are always reflected, too low on horizon for mere scrutiny, only an outline of the vision, floating on prayers, dreams, morning rituals, and the smell of burning ash and exhaust of the people too early to get caught up in the crawl. The clouds float in from the suburbs to the city on the canals, the cars, the catwalk between congested roads and rails. It's a perfume that takes some getting used to, digested doom humanity waiting for a bus with only half a sandwich or a bit of porridge in their stomachs, sweating beers, spirits, sex and regret, getting the world at low tide along with slow motion carbon monoxide waiting in line between wet newspaper ink and sips of gasoline coffee eating up space to slow us down one insult at a time i forgive you but not myself but only for the ashes thank you yeah awesome as always man awesome yeah, yeah, the visuals are just so good. <laughs> yeah, I, I, one thing I definitely appreciate about Sar is like, yo, he'll paint, he'll literally paint you uh, like a virtual reality uh, with what he's writing. And he, he encapsulates mood in like the most exquisite, exceptional way. So big up to Sar. I really appreciate he was always... And once again, just thanks for sticking around so long, man. Like we 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 really appreciate it. Um, and uh, who? Let's see who we got. All right, so 
we just have uh, another Ash enter the room. Ash, if you uh, if you're the Ash who signed the uh, sign in sheet, uh, go ahead and raise your hand. Um, if not, just disregard this. Um, Hi, yeah, um, that was me, but I actually just signed up to watch. So. Oh, okay, like, cool, cool, cool. I I do write stuff, but I don't really know if I have the guts to perform anything. So. All right. Well, um, we have we have a little ritual for people that are uh, needing some some love, some lubrication, some some encouragement to find their gut to perform. Uh -huh. Are you ready to receive some? Lubricate me, please. All right, everybody, <laughs> please, please oh. unmute, unmute yourselves, all of you. And we're going to say the word because, you know, fresh new face but she did sign up she did sign up so there's some, something there everybody three two one we're gonna say the word fresh okay <laughs> three two fresh. one fresh, fresh. um my stuff is kind of emo like we all are kind of emo though like exactly exactly okay fine let me try something so I, I have two things that i could perform i don't know if i would perform the latter the first one is whew, so nervous um the first one is something that i wrote about a month and a half ago um i have a chronic illness and some days it just really gets me down and I, I wrote about being sick and <laughs> no the other one okay so then number two is would a rap that both. i wrote sorry what i must would do both either, would love to hear either of them or both whatever you feel okay. like i'm not sure if i'll do number two because number two is a joke rap that i wrote about when i made like ten dollars in bitcoin profits so i don't really know if i'll be writing <laughs> All right, all right. I, I, I yeah. need I need some more mad loving for Ash here. So everybody, please unmute yourself. Yeah, and we're just out. gonna like give you some props. Like, come on, let's Ash, go, we let's need go, you. Let's go, let's go. Ooh, we yeah. need you. Okay. okay. Ten dollars is ten dollars. Come on. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Only ten dollars. <laughs> Only ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it's now a thousand. Um, okay, let's go. This is the thing I wrote about being sick. <clears throat> My blood has oxen bringing toxins to my heart. A pace so fast, these brake pads couldn't last. I'm boxed in, up the hill I go, rocks in my feet, socks on my toes and stone cutting in deep. Uh, I dig and flail, scrape to see the veins beneath the surface, doing a disservice. Does anyone deserve this? My bones scrape, joints on fire, forsake the dire days for something higher. Rude awakening, the pain still lingers, mortification running throughout till my fingers. Up on the totem, health I try rope in. Too damn high, cracked is my scoping. 360 degrees, skin itching like fleas. Circular tension, dare I'm, oh, need I dimension. Whew, the follicles dying, my hair is soon history, thinning, flying, my thoughts are a mystery. The butterfly in my neck, I bet, her wings are torn and broken. This is not about drugs, this is about my medication. I'm choking on little white pills, I want to stop moping. I was an effigy of my former self, write an elegy for the cards I'm dealt. The energy inside of me, medicate me breathing free. I work and then I stop, no power, I'll sleep it off. 
I'll wake up dead again. I'll make a mess again in my head again, in my bed again, thinking till I drop. The end. Um, I also have something that I wrote, which is, uh, a, it's in the style of like medieval English, but it's a lesbian love poem. It's very, very gay. Okay, I'll do it. Um, the jester had gone to war, a war behind her mask, born of two souls merged into one, her life still barely passed. From night to day, she'd slave away and sing in taverns aplenty. Mere gold coins were not enough for her, for her heart felt truly empty. Traversing far afield with no semblance of a plan, a rope she'd tossed to anchor the ship still, grazing upon many a new land. Tis but a basic skill, said the jester, as she played her flimsy lute. She knew she'd be better if she could read the inky letters within her dusty music book. The jester crept through the brush, wolves in her mind howling distrust, but determination for inner peace led her to slay that dark gray beast. A warrior without a sword, her battles were far and plenty. Armed with a lute and not much more, she'd sing each night at the village's door. I give mine heart, <laughs> I give mine heart to thee in times of ease and of rough seas. When devils and demons come ashore, peace upon us I shall restore. Oh Lord, I'm not reading that part. Um, to, <laughs> to thee I bring not much more than a song. Thou hast let me know that I belong. We exist as two and that is best, but together too we prove strong. Within every letter the jester had sent lay a message aimed to regale. The ink was fresh, the parchment firm, a declaration of love she hoped to affirm. My maiden could fail to please the masses, stub each and every one of her toes. She could be quiet, not utter a word. The jester would still love her prose. Okay, I'm done. Cool. Very cool. Very, very cool. I love your rhymes. The the really tight A A A A A A rhymes are great. I don't actually know what I'm doing when I'm rhyming. I just like I, I've noticed that a lot of it's too limerickish. It's very like did it did it did it did it. I thought there was a good balance actually between the limerick oh, A B A B and the uh like bang, 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 like the really tight rhymes at the start. Uh-huh. I was told how to make- write by a rapper, so I mean I could probably be why. But yeah, but you know, you know, like, like they have like like a lot of people will resort to, to rhyming, but the but the syllables will be will be balanced. So, but what you have right there is like you have rhymes with like with balanced syllables. So there's like it's it is, yeah, it's, it's pretty good, you know. Awesome. Yeah, there's, Thank you. there's rhythm and melody in it, right? In in the rhymes bring out at this rhythm and melody to, mm-hmm. to perform. Also, you should own it. Like never say oh sorry or anything like that. Just own it. Okay. Everybody here. Wants to hear you do like wants to hear you do it. Okay, it, 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 cool. so, it sounds very natural. It's not none of it. None, none of it sounds generic or forced. You know, it's like okay, cool. It, it was pretty good. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I like I like medieval poetry. So that's awesome <laughs> that you uh, <laughs> that you prefaced it like oh, but you skipped the the juicy bits because you sold me on the the okay. This is gonna be a bit transgressive, but. You know, still, you know, it's your prerogative, but whatever I heard, it, it was, was just, so great. Ugh. It was just very, like, I don't know how to explain. It was just kind of, uh, it was written for my girlfriend. So I guess that part of I was a bit like, I don't really want to, yeah, that's a bit too, a bit too much. But yeah. That's fine, you know, still love <laughs> it. Thank you so much.
Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely hopping on the train here and I have to say I appreciate that style. And yeah, like Rory said, yo, never, uh, never apologize, never qualify yourself. There's no need to, to limit that energy you're bringing. It's definitely worthy. Uh, it's worthy just because you put it on paper. All right. Um, so, so yeah, man, uh, uh, Gabby has a line in, in uh, a poem. The poem we always uh, open the show with is let your freak flag fly. Just do that shit um, and never be shy. Yeah. So thanks so much, Ash. Um, I appreciate you. you falling into the trap of like, oh, I'm just here to enjoy the show when you signed up. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thanks so much for both of those poems um all right let's see who we got next who we got next ladies and gents all right so coming to the screen coming to the screen uh is another familiar face uh she's graced us in person and on this zoom room um which has become a, a thing in in the last uh year or so so please allow me to welcome back to the spotlight the one the only Chrysia. Hello, everyone. Happy Friday. Um, so in the last few times that I performed, I only performed sad poetry. And because of what happened earlier, I thought maybe I could share something light to everyone. Uh, this is something that I wrote after reading a book uh, called Everything, Everything by Nicola Hume. And one of the lines that stuck to me was, um, the boy was kinetic energy. And I thought, uh, how about I write something about that? So this one is called uh, The Science of You and Me. Physics was a subject I didn't really care for in school. It never occurred to me that understanding the physical world would someday be important since I mostly live inside my head. For me, it was enough I know what to call matter, energy, and forced to know the basic concepts of time and space until you arrived and I realized that I needed to comprehend motion because you moved every single part of me. The Big Bang Theory states that everything came from nothing, that for some reason, an explosion happened and it created all that there is to see now. And I guess it made sense because you, you came to me from nothing, an alien who flew into my universe that somehow became my son. I wilt without your warmth. If I were to explain how we started, I'd say our story is that of Newton's loss of motion. See, my life was static. I was the body at rest. I did not know what I was waiting for. All I knew was I had nowhere to go and no one to go to. You, however, are the opposite of my stillness. You were the moving body that couldn't stop, always looking, never really aware of what you were searching for. And in our differences, we were inertia. Until we met. Until you barge into my lonely with all of your kinetic energy. You, who cannot stop, collided with me, who cannot move. The external force I needed to shatter the walls built around this cold heart. You countered my entire mass with such strong force that you had my heart beat ten times its usual speed. You brought my life momentum when all I knew was breathing. And then I understood that whenever they say that for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction, 
they meant us. Because the moment you decided to love me, I had the choice to love you back or turn you down, but how could I turn it on when you make this world more beautiful than the one I made up in my head? I didn't know that there was beauty in blurring objects that pass by me when I go from one place to another to get to you, that time accelerates when we are together but slows down when we are apart, that it is impossible to know you and not be pulled by your gravity. So when I say I love you, I mean that fate brought us together the same way it let that apple fall on Sir Isaac Newton's head. I mean that you are Chaos Theory's answer to that one time I looked at the sky and imagined being in love. I mean that every single element in this world conspired to make us meet and be together. I mean that you, you are everything. And sometimes I worry that when something this good happens this, fa this fast, we will find ourselves at the end even before we have the chance to blink. But if everything came from nothing, now that you are my everything, you will eventually go back to being nothing again. But in these fears, I find the courage to continue my discovery of us. Because in the silence of you and me, when everything becomes nothing, we need not worry. Because baby, nothing is where everything really begins. Thank you. You know, I, I, I commented that it's a complex pattern. You know, like what, what I mean by that is like, I, I am obsessed with syllables, right? Syllables keep me up at night. I mean, I'm, I'm always counting syllables when I'm trying to sleep. And it's like the way, the way that way that yours sounds is like, it's like you're not even trying to count syllables and yet it's balanced and yet there's a pattern. And it, and it sounds like it sounds natural and it's like when i when i'm trying to when i'm trying to balance syllables if my if my syllables aren't balanced it sounds like to me it sounds contrived but yours it sounds like totally like like you're not even trying to count syllables and yet it flows and it's like it's totally natural and, and it fascinates me you know I, I wish i could write that way you know i wish that i wasn't so obsessed with syllables you know that's great thank you i used to be obsessed but I decided I, I don't want to be there anymore. So I just. I, 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 thought, I thought it sounded, it sounded natural. I mean, it's, it's, it was great. It was great. You know? Thank you. I'm gonna have to agree with that. Um, but of course, uh, as we know, this isn't Chrissy's first rodeo. She's a, a, a well-rounded, experienced spitter on the microphone. So thank you for uh, just uh, letting us know one more time. Uh, so, so yeah, thanks so much, Chrissia. Big ups to you. Um, and thank you for that, uh, uplifting poem. And, uh, and, uh, right now what I want to do is, um, so again, usually when we're in, in, in our space at Live Lounge, I like to do this thing, um, that we call the mythology minute. And uh, it's it's I basically spend some time uh, talking about some mythological idea, and um, and actually I wasn't expecting to do this today, but I have I have, man I have uh, a poem. It's not even a poem. It's like a fragment of a poem that I I, I don't know how to finish, 
And I think it's the best way to present the idea that the poem has yet to articulate is with this mythology minute. Um, so I'm gonna share my screen right quick because I wanna show you some images. And, and this is the, cause it, it is super relevant with these. It's basically two verses of, of a poem that I wrote. Um, so if you let me share the screen, um, can y'all see this? Yes. All right. Um, I'm gonna just uh, do a slideshow right quick. So it just cycles on its own. All right. So there's a concept that I have trouble articulating, but I think about a lot. And this is the idea of who we serve. Um, so the mythology minute, obviously I, I, sh I have this image here. And if you don't know, if you're not familiar with this figure, this is a, uh, a image of a, it's a Buddhist deity and also a Hindu deity that goes by the name of Yama and Yama represents death as you see a bunch of skulls around. And, and I just want to share that with you while I, I share this story, um, that not too long ago, I'd say about two years ago, I went to Cambodia. And if you ever go to Cambodia, they got like some serious stuff that you can go learn about when it comes to history. And because uh, as you know, uh, as you might know, Cambodia has a dark uh, past. It's not even that far into the past, though. This is like we're talking late 70s, early 80s. And if you go to this place in Phnom Penh, there's a there's this museum that used to be a torture center. And you go through it and at the very end of that, uh, like at the, of that tour, you're taken to this room that has just piles of skulls. Um, it's, it's actually really like jarring to like see like you're, you're just looking at, at people who used to be alive. Um, and at the same time I, I went to this place, I was learning about this figure here. And the thing that, that stood out to me is like, if you look at Yama, he has, he has a crown of skulls around like right here. And uh, in, in all his depictions, you see, he's got a headdress, a tiara of skulls. That's some hardcore shit, right? And as I was walking through this place, through this hall of skulls, I'm like, yo, this is what they mean when you're talking about a supernatural force of death. It's like how a certain type of energy can just possess a society, right? And uh, this is like something clicked to me, which was like, yo, Yama's been around these parts and he's been around the world because obviously this isn't unique to any culture or any country. Um, this this tendency to take power and and kill people um but this is what i imagine is like when when old old civilizations were trying to imagine like the idea of death and war and how it's a human trait that is super inescapable um it's a supernatural force that we are all subject to because at the end of the day at the end of our life this is what happens to us um 
So I, I, I give that little anecdote of me and pen on pen just to, uh, just to like show you, kind of give you an idea of, of what sparked this. I, I want to make it into a poem, but I don't, I don't have the wherewithal just yet. I don't, I, I'm, I just have this fragment. Um, and uh, this is how it goes. And oh, okay. And so, sorry, one last idea. Sorry. It's who runs this, right? Who runs the show, right? Who is, everybody serves something. Everybody is uh, at, at the mercy of something. We are not in power. Uh, some folks, uh, you know, uh, there's all kinds of religions. People believe in God and say God is the ultimate. Um, and there's different gods people believe in. Uh, some people believe in many gods. Some people believe in a single omnipotent God. So at the end, but at the end of the day, even if you don't, right, even if you don't believe in a higher being, you're still serving something. It might be yourself. It might be your family. It might, it might be your community. Um, and, and by proxy, it might be the deity uh, who you identify as serving. Um, so this is the concept I, I wanted to introduce um, because what we tithe to, what we pay tribute to, what we pay our taxes to, this is all things we are subject to that are out of our control. So it's this idea of taxes, tariffs, tributes, and tribes, tithes, and how our actions maybe inadvertently are payments to certain energies, um, certain forces that, that like you might not even recognize, right? Um, and this in the context of like my country coming out of a 20 year war, which was like basically people dying for no reason other than uh, monetary gain. So this is uh, the idea how some folks might inadvertently be paying tribute to this type of energy. And it goes like this. Ask an OG up in Cambodia, who sets the rules on this earthly realm? He said, if you need to know, find the, pine, find the pile of skulls. The writing's on the wall. It says all it needs to tell. Death snell. You can hear it all around. It might sound like a bell or a couple hundred rounds. On my mama, I seen Yama's hounds barking up our trees and bleeding life up out the ground. And that's really all I got. But basically, that's my idea in my mythology minute is, um, you know, no matter what we profess, what we profess to serve or idea of what we're serving as a society, as a human, as a human community. Uh, we tend to like send a lot of people to, to their graves and uh, it's out of our powers. It's a larger force or so it's governments, it's economics, it's uh, hate, whatever it might be. Um, but like, it's like we're paying sacrifice. Yo, first of all, like, look at this, man. This guy has a sword of a spine of a human skeleton waving death upon everything around him, right? 
that's us as humanity. That's my thesis. This well, thank you for coming to my TED talk. Um, but um, but that's that. This is what I'm trying to articulate with this with these uh, two uh, stanzas that I have written. Um, that like we we inadvertently just serve and sacrifice human life um, without realizing we might be paying tribute to something that is sinister or 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 i don't know man that's all i gotta say um so thank you for listening to that and let's move on thank uh this was your mythology minute we look forward to hearing further pablo yeah yeah no looking forward to when it's when when uh you got the the whole poem you know good beginnings yeah i hope i hope let's see i've been trying to write that for a few months um but actually years since I, I've been to Cambodia anyways. So that's enough for me. Let's move it along. Um, I would like to bring up next up on the stage, uh, next up on your screen. Um, please, uh, again, we all we all know this poet. Uh, we all love this poet. Um, and if it's your first time, get ready because uh, she's awesome. And of course, she is the OG lyrical lunacy poet from day one, one of the the driving forces of what we do here. So please, please assist me in welcoming to your screen, coming at you live from somewhere, the one, the only, Gabriella Moriarty. like in the middle of a cough. Hi, thanks. Um, <clears throat> oh, wow. <sighs> if I have the mic, the first thing I usually say is, uh, how y'all doing? <laughs> so how y'all doing? Can I, can I get a thumbs up? If you know? uh -huh. Okay, there's some good, some thumbs up, some so-so, I mean some, so I'm like, I feel like shit, or I, I feel like sh good and I feel like shit. However you want to describe your your misery, let, let us know. Um, like, <laughs> all right. So, yeah. Uh, thank you. It's been a bit of a rough week. And I'm going to share two things. The first one is a poem called Take Your Time Before Last Call. All right. And this, this poem goes out to those that wants to go home early. Okay. Take your time. It's also nice here on this earth. Forget the sky. The shine and the shadow all comes from the same light. Love, your smile. It makes all the days left in this body a little more bright. There's still laughter in those bedroom eyes. Don't be shy. We still can flirt all the way until in sickness and in health until the end of our time together. We have chosen each other through all the layers and the levels of heavens and of hell and all the previous lives. 
We'll meet again someday in unknown places, past, present, future, and forever. We can always find each other in sorrow and in joy for how we have treated each other, holding each other tight and shared every moment through the years. So don't tell me it's time. I just can't take this kind of goodbye. Please stay a little longer and take your time. A quiet prayer for a miracle before you go that you can take some of mine, even for a little while. So let's not rest in peace just yet. Let's live in peace instead. Thank you. All right. Um, yeah, lots going on huh, for, in a lot of people's lives. So I, I'm gonna share some music. This one I wrote with, a, it's in uh, Portuguese. I wrote with an ex-lover of mine, but I added a poem to it. So let's see if it works. All right, I wanna see the screen. So let me bring it up real quick. Uh, do you have a tab, Gabby? Do I have a what? Like the chords that you're gonna play? Yes. Are you gonna jam with me? Is that even possible on Zoom? Ooh, come on, CN. Let's let's do it. it, it why did you ask that? I, I was I was fucking about. Sorry, carry on, please carry on. <laughs> okay. If I speak and play the guitar at the same time, can you hear me? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Let's, so. let's try it. I'm really not that good on guitar, but I'll try my best. Quando danzo pra você Quando eu vou sua direção quando a lua beija o mar que é tempo que eu paro de cantar quando eu canto pra você quando eu chuva se espalha pelo chão Quando eu paro pra pensar Que tempo nunca para te cantar Quanto tempo Se é tempo Tempo pra te encontrar Quanto tempo Se é tempo Tempo pra se abraçar. I long to run into your arms, just like in the charm of the song we wrote on our first date, when the dance of fate finally gave us a chance and the loving glance. 
when the god of time decided to stop counting i long to sing this tune in your presence pray that your prudence would guide our discernment i would forsake all the words i had prepared remember what we had shared and forget where we were and where we had left off there's no rewind i have to scroll up one sec <laughs> there is no rewind pause play the fiddlers chase and pursue only stop to meet each other to begin again continuously anew hopefully with both reflected I'm nervous now reflected integrated and grew so we can be each others here in the infinite now i can no longer keep this only to myself even it was just for a moment i long to tell you the truth that life was so much more wonderful with you but now i let myself weep late into the night and randomly into the day somehow my body wants to love itself this way liquid liquid like the rain that falls on the ground reminiscing on how fluid we were bear with me <laughs> do you remember that one rain the one that kept time going do you remember that ground the one that was lit by the moon do you remember that moon the one that kissed the sea maybe we can call upon yemanja so we can walk upon water together as us again maybe this faith will bring us peace maybe we would be home at last how time can stop and yet keep going how we can be in time out out of time just in time at the same time how each day gets better and easier too little and too late this is what's the matter with who time heals at what cost can we borrow or buy assassinating faith and sending hope towards the grave deeper now too much time has passed oh time my unceasing friend bend your hand just this once ring the alarm of his heart to the moment when it's still beating for us fast to make love first and make love last we never wanted any we never wanted it any other way the only way is if it stands the test of time quanto tempo sempre tempo 
Tempo trace contra Cuánto tiempo Siente tiempo Tempo trace abrazar That's it. Thank you. <laughs> Did you hear it okay? Cool. Word, yo, that's I, what's up, Gabby. So good. I haven't played and see them speak at the same time. The chords kind of went jumble. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's cool. miles ahead of what I could do with a guitar and a poem at the same time. So I'm very much impressed and amazed. Thank you, thank you. All right. Yeah, so nice to hear your voice again, Gabby. It's been way too long. And it was lovely how you wove, interwove the music, the song, and then your poem, and then back to the song. So thank you. Thank you, thank you. All right, so, um, all right, ladies and gents, we got another poet in the building. Um, and we're gonna go ahead and again th this is a I remember how I told y'all about generations this is this coming to the stage we got like a a first generation lyrical lunatic uh who was around in our overground days when we were in the you know the 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 second it was like literally a second floor overground so uh and it would shake if it was too many people you you'd hear you hear it shaking so um big up to those old school days um and come, so coming to the stage all the way from Kuala Lumpur Malaysia in the building what up the one the only Kina okay hi <laughs> oh my gosh this is my first time doing this so I am quite nervous um I wrote this five years ago after moving back from Istanbul and uh, 2016 was a really rough year and I wrote this after one of the uh, terrorist attacks in Istanbul. So here goes. <clears throat> Luckily, I have cigarettes in hand, lighting up in the dark like it's, it's a cause of shame. Can you stop feeling so much, they say. Can you stop breathing, I ask them. What kind of bond do we have, my land, that being away from you causes so much pain? That when you get hurt, my eyes will rain that I find myself spilling my heart out with a pen. There's nowhere I felt so much at home. There's no pool so strong, even the town I was born. Your veins pulsating with passions, your breath vibrating with emotions, your words a jewel of expressions. I miss having seagulls as my morning alarm. Simit G shouting at the top of his lungs. Simit, 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 selling Sajak Simit fresh from the fern. The unmistakable whale sound announcing the Besiktas ferry departing. That Mustachud Baba with his tree of media dolma waiting. The greetings of Afiat Olson and Kalai Galsin, even between strangers meeting and passing. Cats ruling the streets and the city's inhabitants. Chai Charmisin. I thought of settling yet I chose to leave. After getting one too many dreams. Assisted by visions I don't always comprehend. Approaching the unknown guided by gut feelings. Has it really been four months already? How I wrote my rough guide to life dream plan. 2016, please end soon. 2017 gives me good feelings. 2018, inshallah, I'll see you again. Okay, thank you.
Awesome. Yo, thank you Excellent. so much, Kina, for sharing. And and it's so like that's what's up. So it's it's your first time on the stage yeah. with us, but de definitely not <laughs> your first time gosh. getting down with the lunatics. So big up to you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank and you. that was a I love that poem, man. Uh man, that there were some strong lines of the can you stop feeling? Yo, can you stop breathing? That's what's up, man. I like I really like that line. That one hit me. Um all right, so um ladies and gents right now what we'll, we'll we'll do is we've cycled through everyone who has signed up and right now i'd like to open up the floor to anyone who has a little something else they'd like to share right you got that second poem you had in your back pocket um you can you're more than welcome to raise your hand on like the that little zoom function um and uh, yeah, so uh, like, any, it's, the floor is y'all. Uh, I think I think we should hear some Adam stuff again because it was really distracting with the with the all uh, the trolls. Oh, I'm super so, supportive of that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, man, yeah, I'm 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 down to share some more action. All right, let me see. I'll tell you. Okay, all right, let's see. Um, look, you know, I got I got like a like you know quite the eclectic collection here, so. What, what would you prefer? Something romantic, something silly? You know what, you know what, you know what? I got the perfect one right here. Oh, I gotta find it. Okay, here we go, okay, you guys ready? All right, here we go. We were parked on the beach that night. Cold winter moon, not a cloud in sight. There was something about that moon glow, or maybe it was, it was George Strait playing on the radio. Whatever it was, it had us fogging up the windows. She sang, I don't give a hot damn what kind of chick you think I am. If we're going to do this tonight, then we're going to do this right. So you'll put this on if you want to get with me. And from her purse, she pulled out a Led Zeppelin CD. Yeah, I was a rocker and she was a roller. I was her steering wheel strummer and she was my dashboard drummer. Yeah, we really clicked. Maybe it was the way that she kissed. Whatever it was, I know it's because she was my kind of chick. The music was grooving. We both started moving, kissing on track number seven, climbing that stairway to heaven. She sang, I don't give a hot damn what kind of chick you think I am. If we're going to do this tonight, then we're going to do this right. Now, I know you want to get with me, but first, let's smoke this weed. So if you want to be my guy, pass me a light and let's get high. Yeah, I was a pothead and weed was her best friend. I was her marijuana smoker and she was my midnight talker. Yeah, we really clicked. Maybe it was the way that she kissed, whatever it was. I know it's because she was my kind of chick. Puffing on the weed smoke, laughing at silly jokes, rock and roll on the radio and kissing in the moon glow. But if I was gonna do it that night, then I was gonna do it hella tight. So I slapped her face and slit her throat with a butcher knife. Yeah, I was a screamer, and she was a bleeder. I was her cold-blooded killer, and she was my number one thriller. Yeah, we really clicked. Maybe it was the way that she kissed. Whatever it was, I know it's because she was my kind of chick. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, that was a surprise ending to that one. I have to, it's quite shocking. Um, but big up to you, Adam. Thank you for sharing. Um, yeah. 
So who's up next? We got some hands raised. Um, all right, let's go with Chalita. Hi, everybody. Bean Rehaz, can you hear me? Y'all can hear me well yes. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, I can hear now. Okay, ha. Uh, so this one, I don't know if I've read this before. It's called Walking Between the Worlds. Okay. So here we go. My feet, they stand on these waters, a place of great knowledge, wisdom, and responsibility. Bitten by a crispy, cold, luminous, a place between two worlds. I walk among the shamans, the shapeshifters, divine oracles, and revered seers of the world. I also walk among noble philosophers, great thinkers, engineers, and the pioneering logic of the new world. Between the indigenous and the modern, art and science, heart and mind, magic and the mundane. Where do I stand when I shapeshift into all the things the situation demands of me? Where is my ground, my earth, my root? And if I must bridge these worlds with all the wisdom in my belly, ancestors heal me, grant me the power to create a world with the lambs and the lions. Poem number one. <laughs> wow. Um, poem number two. My critics for that. I wrote this somewhere. Right now. Poem number three. Okay, I can't find it. Maybe that's just it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I can't find it. I'm I'm scrolling and I can't find it. Oh, well, okay. we can definitely come back come back if you, if it'll take some time. But if you got it queued up, you you're good to go. Okay. Okay, maybe this one. Okay. I call it the golden flex of light. And I wrote this, I need to give you a bit of a background when I when I tell you this, because it, it's like, it has a context. So this, I wrote this around in 2019, I think two years ago, and I, I, I never ever wrote a poem in my entire life until 2019. And this was like a few months after I started writing poems. So I'm pretty impressed that I could write this poem this well at that time. <laughs> and I was going through like a lot of changes in my life. And I was like a young girl in a big global consulting company and people had a lot of expectations and my family had expectations. And it was like, who am I? How am I supposed to show up in the professional world? And who am I really? And who am I to my friends? Who am I to my family? So who the hell am I to myself? Right. So it was always like, what what is it really, you know, when when you be even you've been asked to show up in such a certain way uh, in the corporate world. So I called it. So I wrote this when the day I unmask all these personas I wear to stay alive, the day I can stop thinking so much before I utter a word, before I craft a meaning different from my heart just to make it all right. 
the day I can just be, no anticipating how others would respond, no expectations on how I should be, when will the day come? Light, it shines so bright yet contained so securely. It's cracking these masks inside out bit by bit. Love, so holy, so endlessly deep like mother nature herself. After all those years of emotional abuse, how could I let her out? Courage, I call upon you. Come, help me bring me through. All these layers of the mask I, I strategically and meticulously crafted, help me bring me out into the light. Let me, let these masks burn bright. And, and let the gray, yeah, when they turn into the ashes, let the gray powder transform into golden flecks of light. Let them decorate my body for I honor these masks. They have kept me going and alive all these times. I want to honor all virtues. Yeah, 2019. Yeah. All right, yo, thanks so much, Alita. And uh, thank you for joining us tonight. A pleasure as always. And uh, let's go ahead and, and throw it over to Rory. I see you got your hand up. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, Sarah. great. Thank you. Uh, I want to say just before I go on, uh, Chilita, those are two of the best poems I've ever heard you do. Like, especially uh, the second one, second one was really good, but the first one, like, you owned that. And, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're a poet, right? That's really cool. Um, okay. Uh, uh, so to, uh, thank you for giving me another chance to perform. Um, tomorrow I've, I've been lucky enough to be invited to, uh, uh, like a poetry reading thing that's uh, coming out of Tokyo tomorrow. And so, and the topic is about uh, tiny world, tiny voices or something and how, you know, we've been separated from each other for so long and travel's been restricted and art's been impacted by that. Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to do part of the story that I told you about last time, this uh, dealing with uncertainty thing. Um, so this is a poem I've done before at Lilu, and, uh, but it's still relevant, sadly, it's sort of, still feels relevant so uh this is with a new music that i've put with it um for the show tomorrow um but this is bad sad and mad Tomorrow, but I can't reach the blindfold without the so. 
demons you still need to battle And those demons you thought already defeated Now they return too To scream your secrets And they're like old enemies revisiting Regrets I've neglected to respect Or are these just the sick tricks of my mind? Are these just the sick tricks of my mind? Remembering that freedom feeling that you once had Cause it's okay if you've been feeling bad or sad Or like you're slowly going fucking mad And it's okay to be craving human touch And it's okay to say that this is not enough And it's okay to be demotivated And it's okay to feel like you've stagnated And it's okay to be creatively deflated interested um, um you uh, okay you compose the music and and you and the lyrics as well so do you start with the lyrics and then put the music with the lyrics or do you start with the music and and then the lyrics or, or is it like a combination of like both i mean sometimes one way sometimes the other but uh that one and then the one i did 
previously as well. I definitely had the poem, and uh, I uh, the first one I I had I had the poem laid out. I I did a beat, and I I said the poem, and then I played all the bass and everything to fit into how I delivered the poem in terms of the energy and everything, because the the spoken word element is really important. Like everybody here who's written something and then said it out loud knows that those two things are not the same, you know? That yeah, yeah. if you do it as a spoken word poem, you got to say it out loud before you know what works and what doesn't work and sure. energy. And so I, it, when it's when it's coming, uh, when it's the poem, when I've got the idea that I want to talk about or the, the poem, um, it normally ends up I lay the poem out first and that tells me where the energy needs to go for the for the for the music yeah, man. i mean i i totally dig it man that was that was great man it was you know very well disappointed yeah i i actually i quite like that poem eh? <laughs> it's sad, yeah, it's sad it's still relevant today but um yeah i mean i hope that the purpose of that poem is like man if you've been feeling fucked up or something you know it's you're not alone you know we, we, there's this real human experience of being isolated in in, in this sort of way, you know, so I, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Wendy. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I just want to uh, thank for that point. He's like, I, I mean, especially, um, I'm not really good at critiquing, but I, I like the lines, um, uh, who are you going to be when you're free? And, and it just kind of, I mean, first you say, like, you're feeling bad, right? Then, like, and then that, that question was like, that's quite, um, that makes me think, like, oh, what's going to happen? Like, afterwards just yeah 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 so that that poem was written in like april last year and there was a certain amount of optimism or you know hope in terms of um all right we're in a shit situation right now but this is going to end and when it ends it'll be all good and then come january this year like oh no <laughs> it's, it's yeah. this shit can pick up at any time right so uh the thing that i'm going to do tomorrow i answer those questions that i ask in the first one so the second half of the performance tomorrow is the 2021 version of like, look, don't wait for something to change. You got to change. There's the world has changed, and you got to change with it. You got to be able to adapt and discover what it is you can do in this in this new situation. So, so has the lockdown been lifted, or what? You have a, a live performance tomorrow, and pa Pablo was saying that that the restaurants are open, so the, the oh, lockdown's actually, done. No. No, I have a the, the thing tomorrow is um it's an online it's like this it's a Zoom oh, thing oh. coming out of Tokyo I think it's like I don't know how much it is converted but there's tickets it's like six hundred sixteen hundred yen whatever the fuck that is um yeah but it's a no it's a, a poetry thing organized out of Tokyo and they invited a few Zohab's gonna be there Pablo Pablo uh, oh, Zohab's going after me. Yeah, man. Yeah. So there's a crew from London, from here in Bangkok, from Tokyo, I think from Malaysia or Singapore or something as well. Every Everything you do is your own original stuff. And like, never like, a, no one ever tries to like a commission you to make music for them or anything. <laughs> Surprisingly, no. <laughs> Maybe it's my relationship with social media. I don't have a very, uh, you know, I just like making it, man. I, like, if I, if it's there when I die, I'm happy, you know. Yeah, right on, dude. Right on. Yeah, man. Uh, that, that, that was really trancy, man. It just like brought me into this amazing place, you know, where it's really reflective, but at the same time, you added that uh, element of uh, of interesting um, hopefulness inside of it. So I was like, you know, especially with the temple bells, 
got me like, you know, kind of like in a ruminating mode, but also like, wow, interesting thoughts, you know, <laughs> like going back mm -hmm. to the past and looking at it yourself in many ways. So very, very yeah. awesome, man. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It works best live when it's trancy as well. Like when I, if I do it live, I try to get the audience to sing along. In fact, I did it once and someone told me later in the audience, their friend said, I'm not going to chant. This is a cult. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> I thought that was the best compliment I had for, yeah, it was awesome. Mm. So thank you everybody. Yeah, big up to you, Rory, man. That's dope, man. I, I love that poem. I've, I've definitely heard it a few times and I have to say, uh, you, you definitely build on it, man. You've built on it. Uh, there's like you, you made a movie. You made a movie about it. Like it, like it's there's there's so many ways to experience this poem, and you get something different from it every every time, because um, you get to focus on different parts and, and concentrate a little more on the different different uh, individual aspects of that whole piece. So yeah, I, I love that, man. I, I definitely love that. Thank you. Um, so. Uh, all right, so I'll, I'll hop in and I'll recite a, a poem that I have. And um, this is a poem that the, the I'm trying to def redefine a word here. And that word is uh, gangster, right? The, the word that it evokes a certain could people mute if you're not speak other than people? There's a lot of background noise. Oh, uh, all right. I think we're good now. Um, so, so yeah, I'm trying to redefine a, a, a term with this poem, and that term is the word gangster, because we have an idea of, uh, you know, what an image that, that evokes in our head, um, which is, you know, someone who maybe didn't go to school uh who has a, a a bunch of like raggedy clothes right um in in where i'm from they say if you're wearing a hoodie you're a gangster right that's what they say uh where i'm from in florida um but to me gangsters wear suits they wear ties they have fancy educations um they go to law schools um Oh, wait, I think I just deleted this poem. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, hold on. Ooh. All right. Um, oh, man, I was just, 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 just going to chime in. I was going to chime in real quick, man. The, uh, the, 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 most, the most prolific gangsters in the universe is, is the state. Whatever state you're talking about, it's like they 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 are the ultimate gangsters, right? Because they have this perception of legit. Um. Yeah. Sorry, Adam. You were muted when you were talking just now. Um. I. I it cut off like in the middle of of what you were saying. Oh. No, no. I was I was saying like uh like um the definition of a gangster you were saying like some go to law school right yeah those those are those are like the most the most you know gangsterous gangsters of them all and the politicians and the cops and the, and the lawyers well they, yeah they, that's they they they, they 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 elevate the bar to the highest level it's like a private gangster could never achieve 
anywhere close to what a political gangster has achieved. And, and well, actually, that's literally what this is about. And I'm gonna have to go off memory because yo, I, I, I had it the whole thing. This is the trouble with using your phone to write poems. It was all selected on my screen and then I was accidentally typing over it. So um, I'm gonna go over, I'm gonna try and do this off memory. Um, and it goes like this. The president's on gangster shit. Your city councilman's on gangster shit. Congress is on gangster shit. Obnoxious monsters on some gangster shit. No drive-bys, their guns fly high. Rat-a-tat-tat, it's a chopper in the sky. Bring the boom from the situation room. Oh man, I gotta remember it, man. Uh. <laughs> All right, yeah, I, let me let me bring someone up next and I'm gonna come back with it. I, I, can't, I can recover it. So if, if you want, if someone please wanna like save me right now. <laughs> I'm going to call on CN next to play some music for us and put you on the spot, CN. Give it up for CN, everybody. Some trickles. Yeah. All right. I had my you want to. You no, wanted don't let me to. Sing. Don't let me sing. <laughs> Although it has been a long, it has been a long time, guys. Since I've we been need, on stage we need singing, your milk and honey, come on. I can try give at least one of those. Um, let's do that so you can actually see the guitar. Uh, oh, oh, sorry, Mingyu. Obviously, uh, the the male of the species in this day and age is judged by the size of their microphone. So, just letting you know. <laughs> Everyone big, is so prepared. Got a big one there, big microphone there. I've got original sound turned on. And seeing as we're all being so lovely with each other tonight, I wonder um, if I could just play for you a song about friends and nostalgia, as that was one of my uh, haikus. But believe me, this is not my song. I really could not be bothered to write original song for this tonight. So, song about friends. Um, is that sounding okay? Yeah. For us here, hear the yell, back to school, ring the bell. New shoes, walking blues Climb the fence, books and pens I can tell we are gonna be friends I can tell that we are gonna be friends Walk with me, Susie Lee Through the park and by the tree We'll rest upon the ground Look at all the bugs we found Safely walk to school without a sound Safely walk to school without a sound 
Well, here we are, no one else. We walk to school all by ourselves. There's dirt on our uniforms. We're chasing all the ants and worms. We clean up and now it's time to learn. We clean up and now it's time to learn. Numbers, letters, letters spell Nouns and books and show and tell Playtime we throw the ball Back to class and through the hall Teacher marks a hide against the wall Teacher marks a hide against the wall We don't notice any time pass We don't notice anything we sit out by side in every class Teacher thinks that I sound funny She likes it when you sing Tonight I'll dream in my bed While silly thoughts go through my head About bugs and alphabet When I wake tomorrow I bet You and I will walk together again I can tell that we are gonna be friends You and I will walk together again I can tell that we gonna be good friends. There you go. Trickle harder, motherfuckers. <laughs> that, that, thank you. Thank you for thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, man, that was that was incredible, dude. You know, you know, you know what, you know what's what stands out is passion. I mean, it's like, I mean, there's. Yeah, you, you know you can hear the passion dude, in your voice. It was great, man. What, what made cool. you choose? What made you choose that particular song? So juicy. Huh? <laughs> what, what, so what, what, what other songs do you know? Oh shit, dude! I got so bad. Uh, I, I regularly play on stage um, in Bangkok at Live Lounge. Wow, dude, that was awesome. Many, many, many songs. Thank you. Yeah, that was really dope, man. Uh, you got a great voice, man. I've, ne I've never seen you play before. Um, yeah, man, I, I love that. Um, so thank you, thank you for that. And, uh, let's see. Uh, I, 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 didn't, I didn't know that, the, you know, nostalgia could be like really reflected in a voice, you know, um, that powerfully. And it's, it's, it's great, you know, because I, I know that song, love it. And um, just the, um, I think I think it's really uh, important when somebody could play something like that and be really earnest. So it was uh, to do that sentiment. So thank you so much. That was that, that was uh, that that, was, that that song was Meg White's last live performance. I think it was on Letterman or whatever. And it was the last time Meg White appeared on stage with White Stripes, and she didn't even play the drums. She played that song. Yeah. And then she was never seen or heard from again. That's a Very great, yeah. Yeah, so a, a little bit of trivia for you. Dope. All right, well, I definitely want to uh, keep it moving along. I saw Grace, uh, that you had your hand up, like, uh, just just uh, earlier. I, I wanted to ask if you're trying to hop on again. Um, Grace, if, if, if not, I saw it because I, I saw you did the thing with the hand raise. Um, but if not, it's cool. Um, any, does anyone else want to kind of get down? Um, 
I'm still trying to recover my poem. I, I think it's gone forever, man. <laughs> you're, like, you're, sounding, you're sounding a bit far away, Pablo, for some reason. Grace Grace got her hand raised now, so you raise right. your hand, unmute yourself and get going. Yeah, let's bring her up. Go ahead, Grace. Uh, feel free to chime in whenever you're ready. Okay, um, I'm just going to turn on my video as well. <laughs> the background is a bit busy. That's why I keep turning it off. Okay, um, this one is called Butterfly. Um, decided to give something a bit more pleasant since I started on a dark note. Um, wonder. Hey, you looked up and met my gaze, struck with awe in an infinite second. I was speechless. Not a single word equal to illustration. How could I condense your radiance, the essence of the sun upon a glance of a single ray? Eyes like potholes to galaxies beyond the realms of mankind. How could any one soul condense your spirit to the vernacular of earthly tongues to be as one telling tales of the shape of water or the color of the wind, a conundrum between ordinary or fabricated fallacies. You were like one whose heart dances to the sound of raindrops falling, like one who whispers and gives the wind its voices or the soul that pours music into the current of the ocean like dust rising when it is trampled and just like the, sm the smell of wet dust when rain falls for the first time, you were a moment with no equal, a dream in motion and poetry personified. But do you know the smell of the rain? Do you know the colors of the sun or the sky? Have you heard the whistles and voices in the wind or danced to the rhythm of the rain? Have you set by bay, give, have you sat at bay giving ear to the opera of the ocean? Have you ever heard a heartbeat for you? Certainly, your feet have crossed many paths before, but what I feel for you, certainly no being has felt before. I stare at you through the window of your soul, but I cannot recognize you. There will never be words equal to a description of you, but these days you shine in glimpses, casting only pieces of yourself to those you find deserving, like the moon crumbled in its halves and quarters. Nature is still but an echo of your grace. Your eyes are a thick mist that I still find myself lost in. Rivers that flowed have folded to the shape of your now frozen heart. The air is mist or smoke of grays and billows of black, a quandary between insanity and inanity. Remember, the rain falls also for the tears that need a place to sink. And the wind is spirit alive and comforting to the shattered. Remember that dust still rises when it is trampled and that the ocean carries the songs we have no courage to sing ourselves like a sight of the sun hatching a new day, you are a moment with no equal, a dream in motion and poetry perfectly personified. Thank you. Come on, man, there it is. Thanks so much, Grace. That's what's up, man. How long have you been writing, Grace? 
Um, I was, I used to write a lot and then I stopped. I stopped for almost seven years. And then last year I reconnected with one of my friends and we were just having a conversation and sharing some writing. And then I was just prompted to share something I'd written and they were like, oh my goodness, I can't believe you're not writing anymore. So kind of just started writing again over the pandemic and it's been yeah it's been fun because I realized that like there's no I had no good reason to stop writing all this while so it's just something that's just started again that's what's up thank god for that man it's like I said earlier you know I'm 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 obsessed with syllables it's like syllables keep me awake at night and it's like and I, and I hear I hear what other people are writing and it's like it sounds like so natural it's like it's like I, I know I know that it's it's difficult for me to write to write poetry and I can only imagine it's difficult for everybody but the way you make it sound it's like you make it sound like it was like so easy and like so, so natural you know to to write it you know and it's like I, I think that's a hallmark of of of, of 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 like of like talent you know I think I think you thank know thank you so much thank you so much I think for me is um because I took so long without writing I stopped writing for almost seven years. When I started again, I just decided to ignore all the rules that I know, um, to ignore syllables, ignore rhyme schemes and patterns, and just to write it as it was coming out of me. I wanted to just try my best to be as honest and to just enjoy the process. So because I realized that I was getting stuck a lot trying to do the iambic pentameter or, you know, follow the... The rules and stuff like that and i found it exhausting but when i stopped it kind of just got a bit easier so i think that's that's kind of helped yeah i i totally dig it i, I thought it sounded great you know and it sounded so, so like much. so it sounded like just like so like so fluid and, and just natural you know natural i guess thank, is the you. Best term. thank you so much all right yeah thanks so much grace um yeah please uh keep writing yo uh you definitely keep writing and everybody keep writing it's like a muscle man like it's it's one of those things like you're gonna decide this week oh i'm gonna write a book and you're gonna get a, a fourth of the way into it and you're gonna your life is gonna take over so it's definitely like going to the gym this business of writing uh, composing music practicing whatever it is man so like definitely develop that practice and make it yours uh, you know, just like someone's gym regiment, their CrossFit or like yoga shit, right? Like that's writing is your yoga, at least mine. Uh, I haven't uh, uh, exercised in a while, but I'll be writing. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, let, let me uh, go ahead again. Is anybody else trying to get down? Um, so we're scheduled for the next eight minutes. So we're up to 1030. So if anyone wants to throw down, I, man, I'm just uh beside myself that i literally deleted this poem um well, Look, I'll, I'll, I'll 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 spit another one you know um yeah please please um you know, okay so the, the the last one that i just read right you know at the time that was one of my earlier poems right that was probably that was probably like my first attempt at a romantic poem what i won't forget so that, that was like probably that was like my first attempt at trying to write a romantic poem right everything i had written up until then was like just like silly silly stuff right um but then it's like as, as i was writing it it's like 
I was obsessed with irony. You know, I was watching Twilight Zone episodes where it's like every episode, the ending came out of left field. So I'm like, yeah, I gotta make, I gotta make this romantic poem. I gotta make it. You know, the ending has to be as wild as it can be. Okay, so here, here is um, here's a, here's like a, another attempt at a romantic poem. Can you feel the poetry swinging me? I can feel your love for me rocking me. When you feel the space between moving me and you take up everything loving me. Yeah, that's when she sang to me, hey, baby, do you love me like I love you? Hey, baby. All I could say was, hey, baby, for sure. Uh, definitely, maybe. She laughed and sang, hey, baby, tell me that you love me because you know it drives me crazy when you sing to me. Hey, baby, can you sing? Can you sing the song in me losing me? I can feel your need for me choosing me. When you laugh and do that thing grooving me and we kiss and live this dream killing me. That's when she sang to me, hey, baby, do you love me like I love you? Hey, baby. So there's that. Yeah. Anyways, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe it, it reads better than I, than I could, than I could perform it, you know? So, anyway. <laughs> I, I would definitely recommend to read much slower. Oh, uh, okay, sure, thanks. Yeah. And really allow the wait time and the build up. So basically, lyrical lunacy is not. Yes, we we're home for poetry and all forms of writing and prose, but the the art that we want to cultivate the most is spoken words poetry, which means you do a lot of writing, you walk around the room talking to yourself a bunch, trying to memorize it, and then you perform it on stage already in your veins, in yourselves. And, and part of the art of performance poetry is to, to be able to find the right pacing in front of an audience, if, if that makes sense. And, and in any erotic sexual poems, for me, experiment with the pace the, the the quality of your timber and see how that goes and the value of silence yeah like for spoken word you embrace the power of silence of how much tension you can build with silence to then drop the next line and then the next line and let that previous line wash over people before you go into the next the all next right. part of the story. all right and of yeah, course, also the, the big important is timing. Huh. <laughs> Come on. That was good. That was good. <laughs> exactly, right? I see what you did there. I see what you did there, Fian. So, was... so. yeah, as, right. as, a, as a prose guy, you know, I always tell you, like, um, I always read very fast, but learning to slow down is, is actually really important. For performance aspects it's very well, important we, we we all know that i mean doing it alone you know is a lot different than doing it in front of an audience and it's like you said you know it's learning about how to do it in front of an audience you know so right. all right well thanks so all much right. adam uh, thank I, you i love your poems man I, I really do love your poems um and uh and let's let's keep it moving so uh ming you can, you can i just say right? adam is giving me the total like uh blair witch vibe with his camera, <laughs> uh, like, the, the occasional, the occasional lit cigarette. If you wanted yeah. to scream and start running, Adam, no, really actually, cool right actually, well, my wife just went to bed, so now I can fucking smoke in the house. You know, I could, I could, I couldn't smoke in the house because she was, she was sitting right next to me. 
Well, while you light up, let's let's hear Ming Yu do her thing. She has her hand raised. Let's give her the power. Oh yes, my hand is raised, uh, not to do, share another piece, but to see if at the very end we can talk about arranging uh, in person, Li Lu, perhaps somewhere with an outside space um, in coming weeks, because I know a lot of local restaurants, cafes would love a bit more business, and I'm sure there are oh. outdoor places. I can tell you straight away that Bistro 33 on Soy 33, their outdoor garden would be perfectly amenable to what you need to do. Yeah, I used to have my 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 uh, my writing one of my writing groups there, um, so it is your great space. I mean, yeah, nice I know the manager. I've I've dealt with him many times before, through with the BCT vibe as well. So. And it's not uh, hard check to... it out. It's right next yeah, to yeah. the and actually, house. The food's okay. quite affordable as well. So that would be It'd great. It'd be free. Well, it should be free just to use the house. As long as they can space. sell some food and alcohol, they're 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 sweet to do events there. That's they're right. pretty they've been super supportive to BCT. Basically, right? you've all gotta go, I would like a cup of tea. Like that, with a big wink, and then bring you two cups of beer and then the outside's yours. So <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. Yeah, I think uh, it's definitely worth looking into. Uh, Ming Yu is uh, definitely on, hit the nail on the head. It's, it's time to see each other, man. <laughs> All right. On that note, it's the time has come to end the show. And I, I usually like to end with some call and response. And uh, I like grace's poem and inspired me to a call and response song that i want to share so if it's possible and if it's not too much of a trouble for you to unmute yourself and we're going to do some call and response if that's okay yeah all right cool okay and the song goes like this i am the sun warming your heart I am the sun. I am the sun. Oh my god, let's try that again. All right, yeah. get ready. It's call and respond. Try that again. I am the sun warming your heart. I am the sun, sun warming, your warming your heart. I am the moon light in the dark. I am the moon. The moon. I am the sky, wide open space. I am the sky, lighting the space. Space. I am the wind caressing your face. I am the wind. I am the earth under your feet. I am the earth under your feet. I'm caressing your feet. Yeah. I am the sea deep in your soul. I am the sea. Deep deep in your soul. Soul. So deep. Wait. 
Uh, wait, I forgot the rest. <laughs> <laughs> caressing, am I caressing my seed? Just, uh, I can't remember now. This is why I write stories. <laughs> I'm every person that you meet. I am the seed deep in your soul. I am here wherever you go. Okay. But the whole I am here wherever you go. Okay. Now it, and it me. goes like this. So hum. So hum. So hum. So hum. That I am, that I am, that I am. Oh my god, I'm hearing crackling typing. <laughs> I've lost I've lost the crowd, Pablo. I've lost them. <laughs> it's fine. It's but thank you. That was really good. That was That's really interesting. Good. <laughs> um, I haven't sung anything for ages. I'm like, I'm trying uh, to. <laughs> well, awesome. you know, you know, uh, there's some prophecy that is said that if anyone is depressed or feeling down or angry, the question to ask yourself is when was the last time you sang? When was the last time you got on your feet and danced? And when was the last time you did someone something for someone else? So that's the cure for depression, people. <laughs> Sing, dance, and be a good giver. <laughs> yeah. Third okay. yeah. right. yeah. thing covered, but the other two, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very clumsy at both. <laughs> so, You're not so the only one. We, oh. When should we meet in person? Everybody everybody in this room knows like you guys have like uh, everybody knows everybody in person. You got everybody hangs out together in person before the lockdowns or what? Not yeah, necessarily. Yeah, get to, oh, we get together at the appropriate times. Yeah, occasionally. Well, Lilo events, basically, like for, for open mics and spoken word events uh, and like, uh, gigs at live lounge, like Sian mentioned. And mm. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, you know, it's like, that's, that's pretty cool, you know. Pretty cool. Uh, we're, we're fucking blessed here in Bangkok, man, like with the amount of things, uh, the amount of diverse things that people are doing and the amount of opportunities to perform and all those things, uh, we are... Oh, and the amount of international voices that we get at these things. We are very, very blessed here in blank in Bangkok. hundred percent. And and hopefully yeah. we can uh like I think Ming you you you're right. Let's let's try and make it happen as soon as possible. Uh, let's see what's up with these rules, um, and see because I know there's rules for entertainment, like some places don't allow singing. Um, but we'll see. And so as as Cian said, some places sell you tea, right? <laughs> so, um, so yeah, let's try and figure that out for as soon as possible. Uh, What's the even... limit on the people at the moment, there, Pablo? Is it twenty five people can gather? Twenty. I think. Uh, yeah, I think so. Like. It's yeah, 20, but if you move yeah. position every ten minutes, it doesn't count. Uh, <laughs> and I was suggesting outside places because that's 75% capacity, whereas inside places is 50% capacity. Yeah, so if we can we find have a, a nice outdoor spot, that'd be nice. We got an outside spot nearby, I think, Mingyu. Mm. So, mm, hey, let's, cool. let's try and manifest this thing. And, uh, and yeah, like I, I, 
I want to thank everybody. Uh, before we go, I want to remind you, um, again, the best way to support Lyrical Lunacy is like, uh, follow us on, on your, on your social medias and, and share our stuff. It, like, you know, like if you really dig what we do, we have recordings of poems. A lot of the people you see in this, in your screen right now, we have them record, we have recordings of them performing music, reciting poems. That's all on our Facebook page and on our podcast, which I put a link up there for you to subscribe, whatever, however you listen to podcasts. So please uh, support us by consuming our media. Um, and and yeah, thanks so much for being here with us tonight. Um, again, it's Friday night uh, for us here in Bangkok, and it's our first our first non uh, like it's literally the first Friday we can go out for dinner, and uh, y'all chose to spend it with us. So super grateful for that. And uh, and and yeah, best best of a week, best of a weekend to you all. Um, and then let's see. I don't know, Gabby, you want to say something? Are you still videoing thank, this? Yeah, thank you, Pablo, for hosting and thank you. doing such a great job. And thank you for all the performers today as well for sharing your art and uh, keep it up, keep it up. What inspires Pablo and I the most is to see the poets in the scene raise the bar and uh, and show up and write new things and deliver it and really work hard on themselves that's what inspires us so please keep us motivated so we're not jaded we've been doing this for nine years and we need to see the new blood new people really amping up their game and stepping it up so we feel proud of ourselves and of you guys so 100%. Yeah, yeah. Said, sorry can, so can i just ask one thing though can can we all leave this call dancing i usually do that oh my god i we usually turn on i mean you can't leave this call unless you are bopping your head moving your body and if okay, you're not you can't leave the call <laughs> goodbye everybody are we gonna do one of these Top shelf. Top shelf. Bye. Thanks, Top guys. Shelf. Right. Nice to meet you all. Yeah. Hey.